Welcome to the EWN Sport Fantasy Football Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. Well, we are back. Fantasy football's back. It's been a while. The two-week break for the international window, I think, has bored some people, given others time to think. Um, but for me, basically, I've, I've just couldn't wait for the new game week to start. Planning was done early, of course, as we as we do with a market that's so volatile. Some transfers were made early, but the weight was just unbearable. So, to kick things off, guys, we're going to be doing our usual game week roundup with the guys in the room. Um, I think this week, let's start with Jason. What happened to you two weeks ago? Can you still remember? I know Adrian was physically in Mauritius. I'm, I was mentally in Mauritius. So, <laughs> so I, I, I took a little, a little bit of a break, yeah. and, and I've been kind of hitting the podcasts and reading some stuff up only the last couple of days. So it, I enjoyed the break. Did you guys enjoy the break? It was good. It's just, although it's good, but it's also you just you get into the momentum of yeah, things. Yeah, and, and then all of it a sudden happens. They, they pull the international break. So, um, but yeah, so last week, well, not last week, the week off before, whenever that game week happened, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I did okay, not so great actually, just below average, 55 in total. Uh, what worked for me finally, Liverpool defense came through, that double Liverpool defense, yeah. sweet. Um, what didn't work, surprisingly, was Sterling captain. How, how he didn't get any yeah. points in a, mm. in a 5 0 routing of it. Mm. So, yeah, that was me in a nutshell. Yeah, I'm going to me. Uh, yeah, what worked for me as well was Liverpool defence. Trent just helping out there, getting the bulk of my points. Also, Sterling misfiring in captaincy. That was heartbreaking. And then I decided to go with the Cantwell party in the midfield because yeah. he's been doing so well. And of course, misfired. Um, and I went joined the Mason Mount party. Also misfired. <laughs> so it was just tragic. My whole <laughs> midfield was tragic. Even had Salah in there. Yeah, mm. tragic. And then up front, looked okay. Bobby Firmino, the unsung hero, always going about his business quietly. Got me some points in there mm. as well. And of course, Pookie, disappointed. So below average, managed to get 53 points. I actually only got 36 points. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Look at the only players that scored for me You was... kept that very quiet from everybody <laughs> yeah, for really? a very long time. <laughs> Dude, only Aubameyang got me points, nine points, and Salah with his one assist. So I had Sterling captain as well, which was three points times two. So yeah, <laughs> that sounds oh. so sad. Dude, Tagaya no like, <laughs> two points, Juan Bissaka two points, Rashford two points. <laughs> I thought something up was up with you walking around the office and all like that. Hugging so the corners sad. of the corridors and just only sticking to the shady parts. Yeah, it's, it, it, you didn't yeah. want to show face, eh? It was quite cold everywhere. I had to stand in the 90 degree corner. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, how about you? How was your game week? So, I did okay, guys. I got 78 points. Uh, took a hit um, oh, before that. Yeah, I brought in Aguero. So, I ditched oh, Kane. Oh, uh, the wrath go. of Kane went Kaneless. Uh, so Guido captained him, of course. Oh, me all it's a hat trick. Was a hat trick, yeah. Thirty-two points. Hat trick, yeah. Yeah, no, two goals and an assist. Oh, an assist. Hat trick of returns, yeah. <laughs> you want it. But yeah, thirty-two points from Aguero set me up nicely for my seventy-eight. So that was pretty good. Um, and then the double Liverpool defense obviously worked. Um, I think Dean from Everton contributed a little bit, and AU. From Crystal Palace. Oh yeah, he had contributed that one, for me. He had that one on one with the keeper. Yeah, you know what? He was gonna go. He was gonna. He was so gonna right. leave my team. I did just. I, he didn't start. I think he doesn't play many minutes. And yeah. He started and he scored and yeah, it was. It was good. Although 
what is he now? Five point nine, six more. He's f- he's five. Is he five? He's five. But that's a risk, eh? Because of the sure. fact that he doesn't start. But I think he's inconsistency. Jordan yeah. I use inconsistency is very. Sad. I gotta say though, he looks like the he looks like the best bet for Palace at the moment. So I don't see another. Yeah, you're right. With Benteke is not firing. Yeah, Connor Wickham. Zaha's not passing. Yeah. When was Benteke firing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what. Nah, nah. It was like never 2012, firing. 2012, 2013 was a good um, season. Exactly, and Zaha is not passing. He's literally not passing. Yeah. So selfish I guess, player. Yeah. Salah's use, not passing. So selfish. <laughs> so Mane's upset that Salah not passing. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Can we talk about that mm. game week? I think we spent quite a bit of time on statistics right now. So it leads me nicely into our next segment, which is the stats corner with Jason. See what what's you happening, have this Jason? Week? <laughs> it's been so long. I, I try to think of some numbers. <laughs> but, um, you know, looking back at the last couple of weeks, the the thing that stood out to me at the at the moment is. Five three two versus three five two. Mm-hmm. I think in the beginning of the season there was talk of this new structure with regards to wing backs and yeah. putting your budget at the back, hence playing more for the five three two. And we've already started to see after four game weeks we've got a lot of um, attacking forwards who are at really tasty prices. You know six six five seven. So you've got your Keens, you've got your um, your Pukis, Barnes. So is it a now a uh, discussion of? Converting to a three-five-two and moving funds up front—that's the question. Don't know. I currently have all my budget at the back, and I'm now looking to shift it up. I think for me, going into it, it was always a three-five-two. Always went just with three wing backs right at the back, a solid kind of midfield with one holding midfielder in there, just in case you know, because you know sometimes those holding midfielders could just lash one out from the laces, and they're cheap, and top right, <laughs> and they're also cheap, mm. you know, so I can fund the rest of my midfield and also up front. So my holding midfielder right now is Leicester's Ndidi. Mm. He's the one guy that's very, very cheap, but chance very tall, also in the but, box. But he's going to sit pieces. on your bench, right? I mean, he's not... He's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's going to sit on my bench. He's going to sit on my bench. Depending on what game, who they're playing, um, then I'll bring him in. If I know it's chances are if they're going to be playing a team that fouls a lot, I'll bring him in because I know in the box is a threat, yeah. you know, to get those headers in. So, yeah. So I, I guess I went with the 3-5-2 formation. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. You see, I would I would never go for a, a sort of entry level or less than midfielder yeah. in a three five two. That would feel like ah, it's a two pointer all day long. Yeah, that's what it feel like to me. But anyway, no, I but, but I know what Jason was saying. It was Jason was like sort of playing with five. That was kind of very popular at the start. Mm. Everyone thought five. I think I, I might have thought about that the first week of the season as yeah. well. Should I go five at the back? But. uh I'm kind of with you now, I, and I'm with you, Mitch, as well. Yeah. Five at the back just doesn't seem to deliver. Um, perhaps because Liverpool haven't been getting the clean sheets. Uh, that was probably one of the big ones. Yeah. Um, and then five five in the middle, though, is, is tough to do, except if you're going unlocking a gem. Because a lot of these midfielders are about, uh, worth about six. You've got the mounts. Uh, yeah. uh, Dan James is coming to the picture now as, yeah, a, as, as, well. as a potential. Cantwell has always sort of been there. McGinn yeah. has stepped up. Um, I think I've got Lanzini in my team, another guy that could do something. So mm. there's a lot of options in midfield, and I think that kind of works. But what's very interesting to me is that the, the that uh, philosophy from the start of the season is still evident when you look at the, the team's uh, team ownership. So you've still got oh, yeah. Van Dijk, 50% owned by... Everyone in the game. Then Wanbi Saka, Dean, Kelly, Alexander-Arnold, still very highly owned. Mm. Uh, much, high, much, much higher than any of the forwards. In I fact, guess Pookie, Pookie's the only forward that's owned by a uh, large number of people. And it's like 38.5%. Yeah. 
I guess when we look at like Van Dyke, I mean, it's Van Dyke. <laughs> so arguably people will own him. And then in terms of Trent, he gives you that, op- that opportunity from set pieces. So I guess that's why people are still holding on to him. Mm. And all the other wingbacks are kind of like yeah. different and they bring their own vibe. But I've noticed towards the end of the season, people started noticing the roles of wingbacks. Hence why this season, it hasn't been the same. I want to ask Ash a question. So, um, like, I think if you own one Bissaka at this point, I'm a United fan, but if you own one Bissaka, <laughs> let go. Yeah. I know he's a bonus point guy, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. No, United yeah, is in shambles. <laughs> they are screwed. Um, I'm actually going to cash in on one Bissaka, David De Gea, and I've already... Yo, yeah, De Gea and goals. Yeah. Yo, you played yourself. I've already given Rashford away. Yeah. De Gea and goals, you played yourself, bro. Um... Look, I was very optimistic about the team. Um, same, same here. Really optimistic. Yeah. Hoping that, that from what happened to Pogba a couple of weeks ago, that the guys can come back. Pogba would even be like, guys, yeah. let's do this. Then Rashford took the penalty and he screwed up as well. <laughs> so, yeah, no, this is a game of fantasy football. You can't be loving your team and loving your players. Like, yeah, if they are yeah, not absolutely. performing for you, get them out. Yeah. That's honest, what I did. To be honest, the last time David De Gea performed really well was when he had the issues with the fax machine in Real Madrid. <laughs> that was the last time. Okay, that was the last okay. time. But I think just to wrap up on that idea of the three-five-two versus five-three-two, I think yeah. if any of us have played this long enough, we know that it will ch- it will change throughout the whole mm. season. I mean, you haven't even the three-four-three, four-four-two, all those types. So yeah, so. I I I haven't really commented on the formation. So I'm at the moment my past few game weeks has been three-four-three, three. so three defenders, four four midfielders, three strikers. I also started with five strong uh, defenders at the back. Um, and then moving to the midfield, two strikers. But now I've moved to the 3-4-3 formation. But that will swap between 4-4-2 and 3-4-3. So, yeah. I think yeah, it's, it's all down to a lack of trust of Liverpool's defence. If they had been keeping clean sheets from game week one, we, they wouldn't be in the situation. Because yeah. all, most people doubled up on Liverpool defence. They've had mm. too many slip-ups and then so they've been sold. Yeah, yeah so that's right. why yeah, yeah. it's funny, hey, how the market can but change. Yeah, the they were, there hasn't been and much cliche. City defense as well. That's what like no one yeah. has really said anything, I mean, about the city defense because you know they will leak a goal. Yes, they'll win. They'll put six goals but in the that's, other net. But that's the thing. There'll be a, so, a one more goal than theirs. So you uh, so you're looking at city defense, but if you're gonna have like two city defenders, if you have De Bruyne, you have Sterling, yeah. you have Aguero, up, you have up, David Silva. <laughs> like, do you really want to have a City defender over a City <laughs> attacker? I will say this about City defenders, though. They, they have been offering good value. So yeah. you've been able to access City's defense for 5.5 through yeah. Zinchenko. You can probably get in on Otamendi now for 5.4. Mm-hmm. That's huge value for, for like yeah. the, the best or second best defensive team in the league. That's that's yeah. major, I think. People so. are running away from it. Nah, I think I'm it's going to change. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Especially because Liverpool yeah. assets are... You know, expensive. So, but then you got that rotation. Quite Th- that's the thing. Yeah, but they've, got, they've, got, they've got injuries now. So, so we'll have to see how that goes <laughs> on. All right. Yeah. So, okay, guys, that was um, uh, interesting to say the least. Now for something that's usually very interesting. <laughs> we go to the dumb question. Ash Adrian's not here today. Um, he couldn't make it, but I can. Let me give you an update on his team quickly. Fifty-seven points for Goat Eleven. Ooh, that's not bad. Uh, and Obamiang, he, he vice captain Obamiang. 
And right, Yobami yeah. got nine points. So he, he lost out on, on, a, on a bit of a return. He also fell victim to the Sterling um, Same. <laughs> blank. Yes. Same uh, what's that good of it. Yeah. And who else? David Silva, Telemans uh, got him a couple of points. So 57. Not too bad. I think that's around Yo, about David the average. David Silva's a gem, man. Yeah. So Ash, uh, you've got the dumb yeah, question lined up. Yeah, I've got a up. question from uh, Adrian. He's still in Mauritius because he can't wait for the <laughs> Premier League to come back. So he decided to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent the message to us. Hi, gentlemen. Sorry I can't be with you today. I'm still practicing my resting beach face. <laughs> but my dumb question for this week is, internationals, how seriously must I take this? Uh, what impact can this have on my team? And what are the things I need to consider when faced with an international break like we have now? I mean, for me, the internationals, it depends on what team you're watching. All right, Right now, the one team that everyone will probably be watching because of fantasy is England. Because yeah. majority, because you got your Sterling there, you got your Harry Kane, um, and then you'll look at other team. You'll look at the Spains and the other teams where your fantasy players will feature. But at the same time, I don't think this international break gave us much information in terms of moving forward because you have the um, African-based players who didn't play because they had Afcon, you know. So in terms of this was a nice rest for them perhaps they'll fire because they finally got some rest or they won't have the momentum that the sterlings and harry canes have had and they carry it from the international duty onto the club field you know what i mean so yeah yeah, yeah. so it's very it's very tricky you know and i think it just depends on which players you were looking out for when it comes into the international break yeah i mean look if i if the way i look at it for me um watching sterling perform was a clear indicator that his current purple patch is just gonna continue. Yeah. And as a non-Sterling um, owner, I, I kind of I'm I'm very very nervous considering mm. that. Also, De Bruyne um, looked amazing for Belgium. Um, again, these teams they're playing not the best teams in the world, but yeah. the fact is these guys are still performing, scoring goals and assisting. Uh, again, De Bruyne scares me based on that international break and what he's yeah. been able to do. Uh, and then a couple of England players as well. Um, so. It's when I watch it, you've got to kind of say, you know, if someone's able to perform in the international mm. break after performing in the Premier League, I think it's a true indicator of, of, of some kind of form. So okay, it's worth watching. It's worth kind of yeah. gauging that from there. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not so much in that in that boat in terms of the watching international fixtures to see whether there's a good indicator for people who are performing and or basing a judgment on who I want to pick from an inch. Like Harry Kane scores a triple... You know, and I go, okay, now I need to have Kane. For me, I feel like the international fixtures are just, it's just a different, you know, kettle of fish. Yeah. It's super different. When I look at the internationals, I purely just look at minutes. I just see basically injuries. Injuries, I'm just stressing about injuries. That's about it. You already see, you know, a couple guys have gone down. Um, And the only, I guess the only thing for me in terms of international breaks is I actually just try and keep two free transfers available for uh, going injuries. Purely yeah. for injuries. Yeah. So it's, I'm just looking at minutes and injuries. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I will. Ash. I will say this though. Maybe I don't know, Ash. If you, you if you wanted to say something on the on the international break. No, no. Yeah. I have. I have nothing. I agree with all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> focused <laughs> on that resting beach <laughs> face. And he's still yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I would say about the international break is it's it's often an opportunity for guys to play a wild card, and then they've got sort of the two weeks to to mess around with the wild card and also to gauge, you know, where the interest is, um, uh, catch an early bandwagon perhaps after the last game week and then, you know, ride that, that wave, yeah, bring in another yeah, player. So that that can happen. And I have seen there's quite a bit of wild card drafts out there on social media. And what's I found, what I found interesting, I'm not wild carding this week, 
But I found it very interesting to see the wildcard drafts and seeing what people have gone from and what they're going to. to yeah. And and it's encouraging to see, you know, when, when some of those wildcard drafts look a lot like your team or like sort of like 60%, 70% of your team, then you're like, okay, it's not so bad. Um, better I keep this wildcard keep in my pocket. Keep the wildcard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does anything That's in particular true. stand out? I mean, is it like some, there's a, a theme? Is there a, a well, theme coming through? Look, you've got your must-own players, Aguero, yeah. Sterling, De Bruyne, Mane, Salah. So a combination of... <laughs> those are the players you need and a combination of them um, that's that's all all the drafts seem to be focused on that so you're either going to own like Salah and Sterling yeah. or Salah and Aguero um, and you know if you if you if you're really great you're fitting in this some guys have been able to get Aguero uh, Salah and Sterling but then the rest of the team looks yeah looks like for nonsense. me I'm, I'm the wild card bandwagon I did something similar where in the beginning of the season I thought you know what maybe the lesser guys will fire and I put my faith in Everton as well. So well, you're on a wild card this week. So I know. I so no, no. I used my wild oh, card yeah. in, in the previous oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, previous um, game week, where I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna do what everyone else is doing in terms of picking the big stars who are will will fire. So my combination of big stars are um, Salah and Sterling, as well as Firmino. Yeah, no, that's you know. Which still gives me covers you gives me change fine, yeah. in terms of to play around with the other midfielders. So by bringing in the mounts, uh, by bringing in the little pookies, having Barnes there <laughs> as extra as extra cover, you know, playing around with my goalkeepers by having Pope and Heaton there as well, which are very cheap options, but also goal saving options. And then you playing around with the whole. Yeah, so that's kind of my thought process behind it. But going for big players, but also making sure that there's change in order to play around with the with other team. Yeah, I, I like the fact that I'm keeping it. Um, and I'm probably going to hopefully keep it until, de- until December. I guess it's Champions up. League yeah. as well, so that might also be a, a problem. So, that might just yeah. Jason, you've still got yours? Holding on. <laughs> but I've played it mentally every week. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> Don't ask me. I already played mine. <laughs> Ash played it week two. Didn't you play like week, week two? What card? What? So, guys, some of us are celebrating. Some of us are not. But I tell you, one guy who's definitely celebrating yes. is Mohamed Bayant. Mohamed Bayant is, um, well, his team is Mohamed Superman. Uh, Ash, you've got the details on the mini league, right? Uh, so, Mohamed Superman still sitting on top of the log. And he scored for the last game with 56 points, which is not bad. Um, Which is just isn't below average or just above average? Just, just yeah. around about. Mm. Just around about. And he's sitting on two seventy eight points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's wow, it's nail biting. Uh, second second behind him is um, Kalgat Rangers which came in <laughs> second place <laughs> that, that's uh, Riaz Kuvadia yeah Riaz he's sitting on 269 points he scored 83 points in that okay. game week, which is quite cool so he jumped Brought a couple close. of places yeah and then we have Bayer never losing Mitch Johnny which scored 67 points <laughs> Other Mitch. <laughs> yeah, other Mitch. It's not you, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wish it was me. He scored two. He has 263 points in mm. total. Yeah. Uh, um, the, the guy in fourth place. Who is this? YNWA04. Oh, you never walk alone. Yeah. Ethan Peterson. Yeah. My 14 year old son, guys. Be careful. What? <laughs> is that your son? That's my 14 year old son. Wow. So, uh, he scored 81 points. We should bring I'm, him onto I'm, this I'm, podcast. I'm hurting, yeah. I'm hurting right now. Let's bring <laughs> him on. Let's have a chat with this maestro. Yeah, Ethan, if you're listening, please um, 
send send us a message. We like, need to bring him on. Well, he should give it da- his dad some tips. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna give it to him. So is, is, wow. is there a rivalry in the household now? Well, he's a Liverpool supporter. Guys, can uh, that's clearly uh, look, I need to mention something as well. You know, last week we spoke about um, All Stars Coffee Bean. Mm. Yeah, remember Coffee Bean was doing these drastic transfers and things like that. Coffee Bean has made one transfer in the past game week and scored himself 70 points. Oh, that's very smart. So, Smell well done, comeback. Coffee Bean. Um, comeback. Yeah, uh, we hope that you keep this strong um, momentum going and sure, surely to put yourself out of the last spot there. Like, we have faith in you, man. Well done on that 70 points. Well done. Yeah. Great week, great awesome. month. Mm. Guys, guys, let's also give a massive round of applause to Mohamed. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, the, he's the winner for August. One, winner so for so August. Th- that's the top score for August. So August, well done. Yeah. So guys, the August manager of the month. Yeah, Yeah. so we play now for September month. This is a full month. Well, not really. Three no, weeks. it's not actually. Yeah, it's like same as August. Three weeks. When it gets a Kit Kat. Yeah, when it gets a Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> this is my comeback well, month, well, guys. Well, we're starting this 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 month with this weekend for September. So Ooh, let's see this who weekend. can end up on top of the log in of September. Mm, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> right. So okay, this is what you guys are listening to this podcast for: the game week preview. Here we go. We only have like, a, are we hours away? Are we like forty-eight hours away from kickoff? It's all been a blur. I don't know. It's international breaks. <laughs> international break just messes you up, eh? Yeah. yeah. You're on the real. So recording this on a Thursday morning, I've got to say, um, I'll, I'll confess now, I did my transfers like two Sundays ago. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> That's my, risky. In fact, I took a hit on that Sunday. <laughs> the day before, I brought in Dan James after his performance yeah. for Man United. I thought he was, you know, I, also I needed to get Perez out. Uh. So I'm, basically Perez needed to leave. Got Dan James in. And then Lucas didn't start, didn't play, not a minute for Spurs. And I thought, okay, that experiment's oh. done. He's trolled me enough. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sunday, he's, he's out. And um, yeah, and I, and I brought in uh, David Silver. Interesting. For minus four. So that's, uh, that's I've pinned my hopes on them like um, so two Sundays ago. And uh, yeah, so I'm hoping they, they, they bring home the bacon for me. I don't know if they're going to make up the four points that you, are lost. Have you dodged but injuries? Are you fine? Yeah, thank goodness. Um, nothing happened. Sure. Uh, so I think it's crossed. <laughs> also, uh, Silva doesn't play international, so that's, that's pretty Yeah, safe. he doesn't. Yeah, Dan so James scored for Wales. Um, looked amazing for Wales, actually. The same. He's so like a textbook. He's a copy and paste. He scores goal, one goal. Looks exactly eh? the same. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting from the left, headed on the right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Robin. <laughs> where's where's, where's Iron buckets. Robin? <laughs> At least you're going to get the goal from him. Yeah, at six more, I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah. All right, what's happening in terms of game week this week? Fixtures. So I'm super excited for this one to open it up this week after a long uh, two weeks of uh, international break. We've got Liverpool, Newcastle. That's going to be very, very good. Who you guys got in that game? Should I even ask? You, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's an important thing because I, I, this is the thing. Are you going to invest or captain a Liverpool player against the side that can sort of park the bus? Yes. Uh, They're at Anfield. Liverpool's at Anfield. Um, so I will, I'll definitely be captaining a Liverpool. Unless City, City have an easier game against Norwich. So... We know Norwich can score goals, but they Norwich can concede can. as well. So you, they can also yeah. concede. So it's probably they a, play that a, mo- a more open game. So, so I think we all agreed. It's, it's captain like a City player this week. That's what I think City, as well. City Liverpool, or you captain a player from Arsenal. 
playing Watford, who are currently the whipping boys of the True. of the uh, league, and they've just gone through a manager uh, swap out. Oh, did they? Yo, so, okay, that could be interesting. Oh yeah, Flying I saw that Flores or something. But sometimes when they bring in a new manager, there's that kind of Southampton had that last season. New, there's a new pep in their step, kind of. But yeah. it can yeah. it can swing both ways. I mean, like, but Watford don't have Dini, and I would think without Dini, they they not much. That's my okay. yeah. I, I feel you. <laughs> it's more like Delefe also the other benefit of captaining an Arsenal player is, um, you know, no matter what happens on the Saturday, you've always got the hope <laughs> that your captain <laughs> can come through on the Sunday. Exactly. I never want to captain the first game of the of the week because I'm just, then, just, it's then, then it's all gone. Then it's all gone. It's like gone. oh, my captain already played. Um, but I think also uh, looking at the big clubs that are playing, United will be hosting Leicester. Leicester's looking good. Jamie Vardy's having a party. And the body party's back. <laughs> <laughs> like the last goal he scored is just incredible. What's your prediction for that game, Ashford? Man United, uh, how, how are you doing? 2 1 to Leicester. Yo, at Old Trafford. Sorry, could, you, could uh, you just repeat that again? 2 1 to Leicester. Yo! <clears throat> okay, like that one goal, hopefully it's Dan James. <laughs> It's sad times. It's nice to see a Real Madrid uh, fan. Uh, I love with it, a smile on the face. We just out here, you know, Hazard is bad. No, hey, Haz- I mean, you Real Madrid. Yeah, you don't belong here, man. No. Also, um, I don't know why. Bale scoring. Bale is scoring, guys. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm living my best life. We wanted him to leave. Now we want him to stay. Nah, the only no, 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 guys. In all honesty, I think the the game between Man United and Leicester will be quite a tough one. I um, want to say the game of the w- of the weekend. I'm gonna I, Ash. I think I it's gonna be a high scoring game. game. Yeah. I think United are creating a lot of chances. They're not scoring those chances. Um, Leicester also, you know, we know they can score goals, and and they're not the worst at the back. But um, not having Maguire is gonna make them a little bit more yeah. vulnerable. So I, I think it's gonna be a. No, I was gonna say also Wolves Chelsea looks pretty tasty, but um, yo, those Chelsea boys are scoring. Eh? Mm. Tammy has 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 removed that number nine curse. But, it's so uh, hard to predict, you know, though. Man United Leicester looks like a really fun game to watch. That's going to be good. Mm. Um, as I mentioned, and also Bournemouth, Everton, both of them struggling in form, not really knowing, getting the pace of the Premier League. So I guess for them both, this is going to be the game to kind of get the momentum. Um, we all know Bournemouth can crack on at any time. They can mm. score goals. Everton as well. Richarlison can get into good areas. Sigerson can bang in a free kick or two. So that's going to also be, I think, if we have to look at a second place game of the week, I think Bournemouth-Everton, who both have nothing to lose, but to get their momentum up, could be the game, second game. Of the, Look, the I, game I've of the got game. a question about Bournemouth-Everton. So I'm, I'm a King owner. I'm sitting with King. And, um, I, you know, I just can't get rid of him at the moment. But but he takes penalties for Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, he, he sort of, he plays up front. He, yeah. You know, he, he potentially could get some goals. I, I think he's playing on the wing a little bit. I'm looking for reassurance that um, no, it's, it's okay that I've got him. Salim. Callum Wilson or no one, but he's but he's like Callum and Wilson is uh, is like almost two more, two million more. Yeah, but the thing is, you get that, you still get that opportunity that there's there's a high chance in goals because what's happened is in football is in terms of now with the opportunity with the win backs coming up, especially if a player's on the wing, they forced to cut in because of those overlapping wing backs. That's not what so I when you hear. have when you have <laughs> someone like Callum Wilson in in how Bournemouth attack, who's like the center of the attack. He will have more chances. I mean, if you look at their goal, no, I'm, I'm not Callum's saying he, I'm not saying he's not the better player. I'm saying he's just more expensive. No, I get <laughs> you, but I, I, for me, I think it would be a perspective of who's going to get into better areas. Yeah, that's will, will it be King? Or will it be budget, I, I, well, I don't. Have the money. I don't have the money for Wilson. No, 
Yeah, it's one of those. Jason, come on! I wish you could get some. Okay. I wish you could take some credit. In you, you know, already I laughed at you when you told me that. When you <laughs> told me king. that. When you, when yeah, you told me that in the in when I passed you a couple of days ago. Yeah, you said, I, I still have king. king, and I just looked at <laughs> I looked at you, and I was like, so "I'm starting for me." And um, yeah, Wilson, Wilson yeah. is your guy, man. Between the, the two, Wilson. I the way he's and I guess his confidence of getting picked for the England team every week in, week out. And also just, he knows, yes, the rest of the team haven't found form. But I think the one person who can spark the form by scoring just two goals quickly and everyone's going to be looking around but, could be Wilson. Okay, but but yeah, here's my thing, though. I don't think anyone's rushing out to buy him. Yeah, no one, no. no. I mean, the fact is he is a bit no, pricey. No. See, the problem is that Ryan Fraser got a new haircut. Because <laughs> he thought, I think he was going to a bigger club. So he got one of those... Uh, he went blonde. He got one of those Aguero oh, hairstyles. You, oh, you wanted and to he's be just the bought, Scottish Messi. He's just brought bad, bad juju to that whole Bournemouth yeah, team. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, wow. So, Sounds like medicine. Mitch, what about... What do you think about Spurs Crystal Palace? Palace, great defensively at the moment. Oh, Spurs. And Spurs not really firing. One name in that Spurs team. Eric Lamella. Oh, that yeah. I thought you were going to say human son. Yeah. <laughs> no, that Lamella left foot is a problem. And I feel like a lot of people have written him out because of his injuries last season. The way he came back this season, and I was one of those people, I was like, start Lucas rather. But just the way Lamella has been playing this season to start off, he's definitely going to be a problem. And he's going to be one person that's going to be under the radar and scoring goals. That's a good tip, yeah. actually. Because uh, um, Lo Celso, um, the Argentinian, he's injured. Yeah. Yeah. So Lamella does look like <laughs> he's the guy that's going to benefit so from good. it. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I just I mean, don't. I think Spurs have been uninspiring, though. To be yeah, to be fair. Uh, what, what this is, I think this is Son's couple of games back now. Second game. Back? Yeah, uh, but he's been looking on form. He's I think he's besides Lamela. I think Son is one of Spurs' best players. Yeah, true. No doubt, like that. That boy is hungry. He just wants to play football. When you watch him, he plays with so much heart and so yeah. much passion. And I think he'll be one of Spurs' top scorers or bringing in the most points for Spurs if you're playing fantasy Premier League. So, have a look out for him. That counter-attack is incredible. Yeah. That Spurs counter-attack is very deadly. you got La- you got Lamella and you've got Song, who are pacey footballers. You've got Harry Kane who can hold the ball up and pull a defender or three. I think once Spurs hits the ball rolling, once they hit second gear, gonna they're going to they're gonna keep gonna going. Yeah, they'll keep going. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. In terms, of, in terms of fixtures, yeah, that's that's what's happening. Look, so 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 right now, I'm I'm pretty nervous because it's about that time. Oh, beat the clock! Here we <laughs> it's go. It's about that time, and um, yeah, I don't have the knack of it yet. Let me get my headphones on. Okay, so how it works is we're gonna answer three simple questions uh, about this upcoming game week. We have 15 seconds on the clock. First caption question is who you captaining, who's keeping a clean sheet, and who to look out for. If I'm not mistaken. Those are the three. Those are the three categories, right? So look at your team right now, take it in, and yeah, and just give me those three. Captain, who? Which team's going to be keeping a clean sheet in the fixtures, and who's the player to look out for? Because you are captaining, because you're going to know that person's going to give you points. But there's always that one gem in your team that you're like, yo, that guy could be the guy to crack on. Should I kick it off? Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, there's man. Certain people that we look out for in our team, or is just we talking about in the game? In the game, in the game, in the game week. It's our game week. Like, all right, cool. Week. So, fixtures, captain, and to look out for. All right, captain for this week, Raheem Sterling. Team that'll keep a clean sheet will definitely be Liverpool. Player to look out for, Mason Mount. Done. Nice. You because have like he's in my fantasy. On the wow. 
Okay. I thought I know about it already. <laughs> I had it in my back pocket this whole time. Where's you want to go for it? Yeah, yeah. Ready to go. Okay, so uh, definitely captain is Aguero, clean sheet, Liverpool player to look out for. Dan James. Oh, because nice. he, he put him in the fantasy. Eight seconds left in the clock. Woohoo! Jason? Jason. Yeah, yeah. You ready? Okay, Captain Sterling, same as you. Clean sheet, Liverpool. And look out for, I think, Iwobi, Son, and Fornells. Oh, okay. Uh, Alex Iwobi. Also, eight seconds on the clock. My gosh, watch I'm Ash, watch Ash. We, We're going to have to add more. We're going to have to add more of these things. Ash. We're getting better. <laughs> yeah, we, must, we, we must adapt. We, we, we Ash, okay, better. so yeah. three players we're to watch. We're getting confident. <laughs> All right, no. let's, are you ready? Okay, cool. Um, let's go. Okay, so I'll be captaining Aguero this weekend as well. Um, I think clean sheet. I think Everton will be there. And I think a player to look out for would be Vardy. Oh, against his Manchester United. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Yeah. Ouch. No, but I think... think I'm shook. I think think that's the level of maturity you need to play FPL. Head (laughs) head over heart. Head over heart. Yeah, no, no. Well, I mean, he's not saying it with the smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look. All the United really, fans out there really is like, sad. oh, we hate you, Ashley. We hate oh, you. Man. Guys, we need to be it's, real. It's like, you're playing, you're playing fantasy Premier League here. Um, if the guy is not going to keep you a clean sheet, one Bissaka is not going to keep you a clean sheet. Get him out. Get them out. If Rashford is not bringing those goals, Lukaku's gone, doing freaking brilliant for Inter Milan. Um, <laughs> we I, need to. We bitter, need to. Bitter much. Yeah. I, I feel uh, a, a new segment coming on. It's uh, <laughs> the Man United rant corner. <laughs> Remember, hey, this is always a safe space. Yeah. So say what you need to say. You leave United, you flourish. Hey, watch Alexis score score calls at Inter. Notice how he did so well for Chile. I just want to put that out there. He didn't play at all for United, but when he moved, he, he took his two dogs and went to Chile. Man was banging in goals and copper. Yeah. Who runs that household? I think it's the Labradors. Eh? It's the dogs. Guys, yeah. I think we're done with this podcast. Yeah? get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Listen, guys, if it's, if it's your first time listening, make sure that you join our league. The um, league code will be in the description of this podcast. Uh, follow us uh, wherever you can. Um, and tune in next week as we break down the game week uh, as it happens. But for now, that's a wrap. So until the next game week, may your sheets always be clean.